This is God's servant Dilip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you for your presence here. Lead us, Lord. Lead us. Minister to us. You are the minister here. Precious Holy Spirit, minister. Minister what is in the heart of the Father. That our lives will be touched, transformed. For the glory of your name. Commit myself to you, Lord. Speak through me. Use my being as an instrument to glorify your name and to speak your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. We are living in a really exciting time. Amen. It doesn't, it doesn't look like that, but that is the truth. Many times we, we find that there's nothing exciting about our life. But the truth is that we are living in such a time that you need to get excited. Amen? Because God is at work. And he's doing something amazing. Really, really amazing. He's, he's doing something really awesome. And I want you to, I mean, not just you, I want all of us to get, get ready for it. Amen? I'll just uh, share... You know, this morning I was uh, just meditating and uh, <clears throat> I'll share something which the Lord spoke to me. This one time something which the Lord spoke to me, you know. So many times we, we relate or connect with the things that are happening in the world, which is natural, which is normal. There's nothing wrong in it. But I believe that above all that we need to connect with God. Amen. Amen? In spite of all that is happening in the world, which are affecting us some way or the other, we need to connect with God. Amen? Amen. So, that, so that we can actually see what God is doing while these things are happening. Amen? So I'll, I'll read something which the Lord spoke to me some time back. See, nothing, nothing needs to be happening on earth for God to do what he wants to get done on earth. Amen? God doesn't need anything on this earth, you know, to come in alignment, you know, so that he can somehow do something on earth. No. When everything is chaotic. How many of you read Genesis? Amen? The Bible says darkness covered the earth. Amen? And darkness was over the waters. Amen? And there was no light. There was no light. God came in and saw that there was no light. And Jesus spoke. And everything changed. Everything changed. Amen? He has not changed. Even when we, when we sang the song Waymaker, He has not changed. He's the same. If He speaks one word, you know, everything will change. You understand? And the thing is, 
you need to understand God's not going to send his son again to speak. He's going to send his son again to reign and to rule, amen, and to take us home. So the only person who's going to speak on behalf of God is you and me. Hallelujah. And I tell you, many things are not happening because we are not speaking what God wants us to speak. Amen? We are speaking what our neighbor is speaking. We are speaking what the, what the news media is speaking. We are speaking what we hear from YouTube and WhatsApp. We are not speaking what God wants us to speak. So it says, nothing need to, be hap- need to be happening on earth for God to do what he wants to do get done what he wants to get done on earth for what God wants to do on the earth doesn't depend on anything that is happening or not happening on the earth you understand what God wants to do on the earth in your life through your life hallelujah (laughs) it doesn't depend on anything that is happening or not happening a lot of things happening, you know. We know that, you know, we just heard that, you know, the COVID came and church was shut down and all kinds of things. Amen. Uh, the church is never shut down. The gathering was not happening. People keep saying the church was shut down. But the church never shut down. You can't just sh- shut down the church. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The church will keep happening. As long as you are there, you are the church. Amen. Hallelujah. You can't be shut down. Amen. As long as you open your mouth and start speaking what God is speaking, what God wants you to speak, the church keeps happening. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. They can lock you up in a room, but you open your mouth and start praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I, I was, uh, now, now I'm, I'm getting a little distracted, but I think it's good. I was, I was speaking to Pastor Dilip, and I said, you know, uh, I, I almost died with, from COVID. I'll tell you all that later. Almost died from COVID and came back. After I came back, everything changed. Man, it's, it's good to come back, for, come back uh, to life from death. Uh, sometimes, you know, I think, you know, some people need to go through that <laughs> for God to wake them up. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it, it changed everything. It changed everything. And it changed uh, the, my understanding of many things. It changed my outlook of many things. It changed my life altogether. Uh, and brought me back to real purpose, which God has for my life. Amen? And I understood it's very simple. Amen? Just hear him and walk. Hear him and walk. Nothing else. I don't want to hear politicians. I don't want to hear news media. I don't want to hear anybody. Amen? Everybody can talk, but I'm not hearing. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nothing is going to be... I will not receive anything other than what is of God into my heart. I decided after I came back to life. Because I understood that it's a waste of time. And I don't have time because the, the Lord's coming. Amen. He's coming. Amen. And, and we have a lot of work to do. We have a lot of things to do. Amen. We have a heck of a lot of work to do. You have a lot of work to do in Kotem and around the world. I say that. Amen. So, so uh, I was telling him... Uh, you know, we, we, can, we can be, sh- you know, locked up physically in a place. Amen? But you have a mouth and you can open your mouth and start worshiping God. Amen? So, 
what, what, what do we do, in, uh, do during COVID? You know, oh, during COVID, we're just watching the news, trying to see what is happening. Amen? If I ask you honestly, if I ask myself, okay, how much time, uh, because most of us are in our house, amen, how much time we took to really, I think it was a time for all of us to really get into the Word, amen? God was giving us a break. You can work from home, you know, most of you. And God is giving us a break and God is giving us a time to be with Him. Amen? Not just sit there and complain and, you know, whine. See, see, when we sit and complain and whine, we are no different than the children of Israel. Amen? Who perished in the wilderness. Amen? Who didn't enter into the promise. Amen? See, all that whining and complaining does is not allow you to get into where God wants you to get into. Amen? And waste your life on the way. No, that's not good. That's not good, man. So, so now I was, I was, I was uh, talking to Pastor Dilip, even as he said, I'm his uh, mentor, you know. Uh, and when, when somebody says I'm, his, I'm their mentor, you know, I really make sure they are going in the right way, amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. And this church is going in the right direction, amen. I'm watching, amen. I'm watching you guys, okay. So I'm, I'm watching and listening and I'm seeing, okay. So I, I, I talk, see, the Lord just kind of gave me a definition of worship. And I was saying that, so we can, we can open our mouth and start worshiping God. Not, not when we come to church, amen. amen. I, I worship the Lord. I, I have learned. And I, 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 I tell you, it doesn't come automatically. I learned it. I learned to worship the Lord uh, in my weekdays. Not weekends, in my Weekdays, when I'm working, when I'm walking, when I'm just driving the car, just, you know. Maybe not all of us are great singers, but, you know, we can actually croak in the car. Nobody's listening, amen. Uh, I, I, eh? God, God listen. I'm saying, I'm talking about people, amen. Amen. And uh, one, of my ba- my, one of my greatest uh, venues is my bathroom. <laughs> I, I, start, I, I start singing in my bathroom, man. Every time I go to the bathroom, I sing. I'll, I'll, on the way to the bathroom, I'll sing while I'm having shower, while I'm in the pot. Every time, I'm just singing, man. And just worshiping God, just talking to God. Just, and I, I start telling the people, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit, you know. I don't know where we are going, but, you know, the fellowship with the Holy Spirit uh, is, is, is key, is vital. Amen? Hallelujah. We talk about Jesus, we talk about the Father, but the fellowship with the Holy Spirit is key. Amen? Because he is a helper. Amen? You need to understand, the Father is in heaven, the Son is also in heaven, the Holy Spirit is here. Amen? So you better fellowship with the one who is here, so that you can connect with those, those who are in heaven. Amen? Amen? Because the, the Spirit reveals what is in the heart of the Father. Amen? So, so I was telling him, Paul and Silas were thrown into the prison. They thrown into the prison, all bleeding and, you know, wounded and, you know, uh, we know that they had some serious injuries. The jailer has to ba- had to bandage them. Amen? So, so that's not a good time to worship. You think it's a good time to worship? <laughs> Many of us will be talking about, oh, you see this, this, this wound, you know. He might be talking to Silas. Silas, Kandora. See, man, you know, they beat the daylights out of me. Look at my back. Look at my Back, you know, see the one on the head, you know. Just blood coming out, you know. Silas is saying, hey, Paul. So 
you can have that kind of a conversation or you can just shut up, amen, and say, let's praise God. Let's sing a song. Let's sing a song. Uh, we have lights. We have smoke. We have instruments. Nice keyboard. Great drums. All nice musicians. So, so everything is good, you know. But the thing is, sometimes, uh, so for Paul and Silas, no lights, no smoke, no sound, no guitar, no Joymon, no Dilip, amen, no Royce and Benoit behind the sound, amen, no cameras, nobody, nothing there, you know, but they sang, I don't know which song they sang, some song they sang, amen. I don't think they sang for a long time for something to happen. Amen? Because Bible didn't say that, you know, they start singing and, you know, they were singing for the next five hours. No. They just sang. Amen? And they just sang and, and, and the prison doors opened. We, have, we focus on prison doors opening and chains falling. Amen? It's night. We are happy when prison doors open and chains falling and the minister says, oh, the prison doors are... But the thing is, we are not into worship. We don't want worship. We want the doors to open. We want chains to fall. We want foundations to be shaken. But I'm just going to keep quiet in my house and crib about Corona. It doesn't work like that. You see, the Bible tells us it doesn't work like that. Amen? Hallelujah. Glorify God in your misery. Lift your voice and shout his name in your misery. Amen. Hallelujah. And you will see God coming into the picture. Amen. It's the devil who put you there. Amen. If you're going to glorify your misery, he will hang out there. Amen. If you glorify God, he will come into the picture. And the amazing thing is when they started ministering or when they started singing to God and worshiping God, we call it worship. But the Bible says they just sang a song. So by the way, they don't sing a song just for the sake of singing a song. Every time you sing a song, there should be worship. Amen? Uh, let's sing the song. It's it's nice, upbeat song. Yeah, it's an upbeat song. But you know, there has to be worship. If there's no worship, you just sang into the air some words. Amen? And some music played. But worship needs to happen. Where's worship? Worship is not in the song. Worship is not in the guitar. Worship is not in the keyboard. Worship is not in the drum. Worship, worship is not in the lights and the smoke. I come from the land of lights and smoke. Amen? And by the time they start the worship, they turn off the lights. Like in a, in a nightclub, you know? It's a club culture, you know? That came, creeped and crept into the church. In the, in the club, they switch, turn off the lights, turn the music on, turn the lights on. Okay? Now, so the club, people who are in the club likes, want to feel clubbish when they come to church. No, slap yourself. <laughs> slap them. Tell them this is not club. I mean, that's what happened to America. You know, they made the church into a club you know, and make a mockery out of all that God wants to do. And they say it's church. No, it's not church. They say it's worship. And now we all want to follow them. Idiots. I am back, by the way. No, 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 no. We follow Christ, we follow his disciples, amen? Not goons, amen? I'm telling you, don't get carried away by any of these things because none of these things matter to God. 
I'm a musician. I, I, can, I can sing all day long. Amen. We can all play. Like Dilip said, we can just keep going. Amen. We love to do that. We love to worship God. But I, I'm, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about, so Paul and Silas, they, they worship God. And uh, they sang a song and uh, we know the foundations of the prison was shaken. You know, any building, if the foundation is shaken, if you've been through an, a place where there's earthquake happening, amen, you'll see the building tilted and, you know, most of them will collapse, amen. So God didn't allow it to come to a place where it will collapse and kill people, amen. He shook the foundation so the gates will open, amen, the doors will open, amen. And I don't know, but the chains were broken. Amen. We find that it's not that Paul and Silas became very happy because their chains were gone and their doors were open, you know. But it affected the whole neighborhood. And by the way, only Paul and Silas are not criminals. The rest of them are hardcore criminals. They might be murderers and thieves and all of them sitting in that jail. By the way, there's no floodlights and all. The jailer came with a lamp. So we know that when the, when the chains fall off and the doors open, obviously all the prisoners want to take off into the wilderness. Amen? And by the way, they don't have satellites. Nobody's going to catch them. Amen? They're going to go their way. They, you know, nobody will be able to catch them anywhere. Amen? So it's such a great opportunity for them to escape. But nobody escaped. You see the power of God? Why? Because there's conviction happening. Conviction happening. The spirit is moving. Amen? So, the, so the, the, the criminal is not wanting to run away and escape. He is convicted. Can you imagine? Convicted by that song, what they sing. Amen? I don't know how many people are getting convicted and how many chains are falling and how many buildings, foundations are being shaken. How many, uh, you know, do, prison doors are opening when we are worshipping. So I, I, I started questioning my worship. This is a time to question. Question your worship to God. Amen? And I said, Lord, I don't want to worship the so-called worship. You understand? I want to really worship. I want to engage with you. I want to just connect with you. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to just, just be there. Amen? Rejoice in you. I mean, music and all is nice. But, you know, it's, it, music is just, just, just a vehicle. Amen? So we, we just, we just, but if you are here to enjoy the music and not worship, you will miss it big time. Amen. Otherwise you get delivered when, while we are, the worship is going on because there's ministering going on while, while the worship is going on. Amen? So, so, uh, you know, God doesn't want anything, anybody's help. You think he needs anybody's help? No. Just say, man, look, it's a God who just came down onto the earth and saw the condition on the earth and just spoke and made things happen. So he doesn't need, you know, me. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need anybody. Amen? But the thing is, he made a choice to work through us. Amen? Now, if we walk disoriented, God can't do anything through us. But if we walk connected, God can do many things through us. And I want you to know, it is not, see, I have resigned from all these things. I have, means sometimes you think that it is, it is like the, 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 all your achievements and all your credentials and, you know, all your, all the ministry you have done and souls you have saved and the numbers and all these things, 
you know, I've understood none of those things matter. Amen. Oh, I've been in ministry for so many years, X amount of years, and we, we won so many souls, and you know, you have this. I don't see Paul saying that. I don't see Peter saying that. I don't see any of them saying that. So I don't want to say any of those things. Amen? Okay, if you want to say it, go ahead and say it. Amen? I'm not against you. <laughs> Amen? But I'm saying that these, none of these things start to matter when you come back from death. Amen? So I don't, I don't want you to die and come back. But, you know, it's a good thing. You know, I'm telling you this is good to go this direction. Amen? Uh, you don't know how many likes you have on YouTube and how many, you know, uh, comments you have on Facebook. Who cares? I mean, to, you know, go fly a kite, you know. Yeah. See, the thing is just, you see, if God has asked you to sit in one corner, I've, I've learned to sit, by the way. It was de- very difficult to, you know, make me sit. But finally, God made me sit. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so I, had to, I had to sit and I found that this is great. Not just constantly do things. Do ministry, do ministry. Oh, do that, do this, blah, 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 blah. So you, 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 you go on a work spree. Ah, and you say, you call it ministry. You call it? Yes, you. So, so the thing is, out of maybe, out of 100%, maybe 40% you are doing what God has called you to do. 60% will be just wasting your time. God is not interested. I mean, I think maybe the devil is interested in you doing that. So and I, I realized that, you know, I resigned from all that. Hallelujah. Just do two things which God has called you to do. Heaven is honored. Amen. You are honored in heaven. Amen. And God will do amazing through things, through that two things. Amen. Maybe minister to one person. Amen. And you will see the whole world will change by that ministering to one person. Amen. Not that you say, okay, we minister to 3,000. As, as, as Peter said, you know. Uh, Peter, Peter baptized 3,000 in one shot, no? But Luke wrote about it, not Peter. You understand? You see? That's just a record, amen? Peter is not saying, you read everything what Peter says, Peter's not saying anything. You understand? So just, just, just take it easy. This is a good time. The good time to be alive. And we are going to see amazing things, great things, God doing through his church, the real church. The real church, amen? Not the so-called people who say they are church. Amen? So, the fearlessness, this is what the Lord said after that. No, he said, I don't, need any, I don't need anything to happen on earth or not happen on earth for me to do what I want to do. What God wants to do, see now we think that, Okay, if God needs to move, somehow, you know, this corona needs to go, that needs to go, then, you know, uh, that the government needs to do, do this and that and blah, blah, blah. We think that man has to do something for God to have finally have his way on the earth. No, 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 no. See, the thing is, when we focus on man, you know, and think that man has to do something so that God can actually move on the earth. God can move on the earth and everything will move out of the way. Everything will move out of the way. Like he just comes and says, let there be light and darkness moves out of the way. Is that, comp- is that, is that complicated? No. That's how God operates. We need to understand we are the children of that God. 
we are the children of that God. Amen. As Jesus was here, like we are here. Like that we are here. Amen. With the same grace, with the same spirit, with the same power. Amen. Hallelujah. With God as our Father. Anything, any difference? Absolutely no difference. It's just that we, we, we waste time, you know, listening to too many other things. Okay. So this is, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop this one. Amen. means this word which the Lord gave. The fearlessness of my people will benefit from the fear of the world. If you are afraid like the world, then they will not benefit. But you, you stand fearless while the world is in fear. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we, 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 we were meeting in another church earlier. And so they have a morning service. We, we meet in the evening. Now, now we are in another place. So in that church, there was this uh, guy, very, very nice man, very sweet man, loves us, you know, has been a great blessing for us, him and his family. And, uh, but one day he decided he's going to go to a remote place in Texas. Texas is huge, huge, massive, amen? It was the largest still uh, until uh, this came, amen, Alaska came. And so Texas itself was a country, you know? So now America, so now, now Texas is large. And I, I think to fly from one end to the other, you need to fly about four hours or something like that. You know, it's like going to Dubai or Kuwait or something, you know, <laughs> that's Texas, you know. So it's big, it's, and so he went into a remote place. So he told me, he told me the reason, he said, listen, the economy will go down. The economy will go down. By the way, it's a believer talking. The, this is a real conversation, okay. The economy will go down and there won't be any food on the, in the supermarket. It has happened before, now it's going to happen again. But even, I think even when, so I want to ask him, Doc, if there was no food on the supermarket, how come there are people still here? There's still people in America. That means if there's no food, America should have been like Africa or Somalia or something like that, you know? Some Sudan or something like that, where everybody is like, you know, eating, eating sand or something, you know? So yeah, yeah, that didn't happen in America. So, said, so the economy will go down, there won't be food on the thing. So, so now, now, by the way, if you turn on the TV and if you listen to uh, some of the ministers, they are selling food. They are selling food, dried food, which you can buy for three years. So three years food, you will have stock in the garage and three years of water. But you need to actually drink the measure which they tell you to drink. Don't drink too much, then your water will run out before three years. So three years, so now somebody, some people are buying six years of stock. By the way, all these believers, huh? the unbelievers are just walking around like just, you know, nobody's business because <laughs> they don't care. The believers are very conscious because, you know, the economy will go down and this will go down and everything will go down. So I, I'm listening to him and I sa he said, I'm moving out of here. He sold his house, moved out into this remote place, and he said, so nobody will find me. Nobody will find me. By the way, he's a believer, believer. 
So I, I, I listened to him, you know. So I listened to him and I, he, he looked at me. He said, maybe you should also get some. I said, no. I said, no. What do you speak? What do you speak when you, when you see trouble? What do you speak? You speak Bible. You speak the word, man. So anyway, so he told me, uh, so maybe you should get, you know, some uh, and stock in your garage. So I said, no. I said, the day the bread stops coming to the supermarket, amen? Hallelujah. And when there is no food on the, in the supermarket, manna will fall at my backyard. Amen? I said, if there is no water, the underground springs will pop up. Amen? Hallelujah. I'm just going to chill. Amen? Put my chair outside, just open my mouth, ah, and just eat. Amen? Can you imagine? No labor. You see? Faith causes you to not labor. Faith causes God to labor for you. God to work for you. Amen? When you believe that, it'll happen. Now, you might think that I'm crazy. But I tell you, you are crazy to believe in the world. I believe in the word. And because I have a sound mind. God has given me a sound mind. Amen? To think right. Not like this fellow who took off and he says, the highways will be blocked. There won't be any gas. I said, I don't need gas. There won't be electricity. I said, that's fine. You know, there was no electricity in Egypt, but there was Goshen, there was light. So there'll be light in my house. You just forget about it. Amen? Generator? No, I don't need generator. We're talking about supernatural. Amen? See, I'm just, just cancel everything that the, the world is telling you. Every lie Satan is trying to tell the church. You need to cancel it and say, shut up, you idiot. You know, hallelujah. I'm loved by God. I'm God's son. Who do you think I am? You think I'm one dodo here? No, I'm God's son. God in heaven who created the universe. I am his son. The reason why we, we panic is because we don't know who we are. And I'm loved by him. Can you imagine? He loved me so much that he gave his only son for me to die on the cross. What more love you need? He proved his love. Now why the heck we, 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 are, we, are, we, we walk like dodos? No, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, panic, 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 panic. Just, just, you know, anything that goes, oh, uh, no, 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 but they asked us to put the, put the mask, you know, next COVID is coming. Uh, who cares? You say in the, to hell with the devil, to hell with COVID. Amen? It's not coming. When the church speaking, it's not coming, it'll not come. You will stop it at the border of India when you start speaking. Not when you say, oh, my God, I think they are saying. So, who you are listening to? They, you are listening to they. You are not listening to God. You are not speaking what God wants you to speak. You are listening what the media is saying. You are talking what the media is saying. You are talking what your neighbor is saying. You are talking what the people in your office are saying. You are not talking what God is saying. That's why the church is like this. You understand? That's why we are like this. 
And unless and until we change, that's why Paul said we need to be really be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So renewing of our mind is fine, you know, because Bible says, Paul, you know, Paul again said, you listen, hey, listen, you have the mind of Christ, but you are not thinking with it. You are thinking with your stupid mind. You're not thinking with the mind of Christ. If you think with the mind of Christ, the spirit will start, you know, to, to operate in your thinking. Amen. And you will not think about, you know, oh my God, maybe I should also buy, buy another, you know, thousand, you know, six hundred dollars worth of, you know, dried food. I don't know what they are selling. I can't understand what they're selling. Maybe, you know, Chennai, you know. I don't know, maybe some, some lentils or kadale or pyro. I don't know. I don't know what they are selling. And now, now we need to, by the way, we need to cook it, you know. They say now some, something, some of it is ready to eat. I don't know what will happen when you eat something which has been stored in the... I don't know how much of preservatives are in there. So you're off your head to listen to some idiots, you know, rather than listening to God and talking and believing and thinking about what God is saying. Amen? When they say, okay, there was no food, I said, okay, yeah, I've seen that happen in the Bible. You've seen that happen in the Bible, no? And there was no food even when Jesus came to preach. Amen? So only little food. Amen? So if you just have, uh, forget about one loaf of bread, just five slices is fine. I know that we'll have five slices anyway. Amen? Amen? At least two fish, no? That'll be there in the house. It'll keep multiplying. Amen? So we can all feed the neighbors also. Amen? I think they said they fed about 40 or 42,000 people. And I, I am, I'm intending to feed those many people. With some bread and some fish or some, some beef or something, beef or something, you know. I'm just going to feed a, a, a couple of thousands. So the thing is, when everything shuts down, uh, people will know that okay, there is food here. There's food in my house. Somebody will say, hey, listen, man, there's food falling behind this house. What do you think that will happen? Whole of Dallas will be in my house. What do you think I'm going to do? Preach to them. The gospel. I say you can have food, but you need to listen to me first. Amen. If you kill me, food will stop. So don't try to kill me and take food. Food is not in my house. You can come in and check. It falls at the back. Amen. Hallelujah. Now don't, don't break my fence and come into my backyard. You won't get it. Hallelujah. I have to give it to you. Hallelujah. We will have great ministry happening if that is happening. Amen. Philo, stew fish, amen, manna, everything. And big spread is going to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. They, they, they wonder where the fish is coming from because nobody is fishing. Amen. No gas. The boats are not going. The ships are all stalled. But fish is here. Amen. You see, you see, you know, you need to start thinking like that. Things of God doesn't happen if you are thinking like the world. The fearlessness of my people will benefit from the fear of the world. When everything on earth stands still, the earth is still turning. You see, when everything on the earth stands still, the earth is still? Who is turning it? God is turning it. Amen. Hallelujah. This is what he said. Like that, when everything stands arrested and paralyzed on earth, the Lord says, I am still working to establish my kingdom and to reveal my glory. Amen. 
even when everything in the natural remains uh, uh, standing still the spirit is moving the spirit is moving amen god is at work and he will continue to work amen nothing can change the timetable of heaven <laughs> nothing can change the timetable of heaven amen everything the lord uh, everything of the lord will happen as decreed everything of the lord will happen as decreed if he has promised you it will happen as he has promised you amen don't think that okay the promise will ha not happen because okay corona came no the promise will still happen everything of the lord will happen as decreed what god spoke before the plague concerning his people will happen and nothing of the plague can affect it or change it two years back the lord spoke you know in 2019 i told them you know this 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 great calamity coming on the earth great problem coming on the earth i spoke that from the pulpit i think five six times in 2019 and you know the next word i spoke is but in the midst of that the church will flourish and you will flourish you will be blessed and overflowing you know when they ch shut the church down we brought three cameras amen we brought so many thousands of worth dollars worth of equipment into the church while they want to shut the church down amen hallelujah we went you know uh, our finances went above amen yes and the lord said it'll continue and it continued into 2022 2021 it continued it is continuing still into 2022 amen hallelujah see i have i have i have prayed that word you know for many years i said so the lord says in in corinthians as when says chapter 9 says uh, be a cheerful god loves a cheerful giver so when when you put your offering you know uh, you you smile you laugh dance you know you rejoice hallelujah you should be a cheerful giver i said oh i don't know you know don't don't give like that you know because it doesn't it doesn't bring honor to god amen even if you're giving uh, 10 rupees you know just give cheerfully ah be happy amen hallelujah i don't know if you have learned to give everything you know learn to give everything everything sometimes the lord says give everything and and the lord will test you amen like the widow who put two mites the lord tests you sometimes oh, be obedient amen i've done that many times and uh, seen amazing things god did now 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 i i i held on to the word that comes after that it says that you shall have an abundant you shall have no all sufficiency in all things at all times and you shall have an abundance for every good work and i and the lord told me also every desire you have for the kingdom i will fulfill and i held on to those two verses for many years many Yes, and I said, Lord, I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it, like we heard. We we will see the victory. We will see His victory. You know, and I kept pressing on to it. Amen. Hallelujah. I said, I want the abundance for every good work. Amen. If I see a need in the ministry, or if I see a need somebody's life, I want an abundance so that I can I can minister to them. Amen. 
I don't want any publicity. I care two hoots about it. I don't. I don't want. I. I don't. I'm, I don't. Ha, I don't care about those things anymore. No. You know, I don't care about any praise. I don't care. You know, I, see, people appreciate, and I. I thank them. You know, it, it is fine. That's fine. You know, but you know, I am not carried away by any of these things. And there was a time when we were all carried away by such things, and you know, you thought, you know, those. Are, ah, okay, we feel like feel good. No. I don't feel good about anything except what God is speaking to me. Amen. Because, you know, there's no feel good in any of those things. Amen. We're just doing our job. We get out. We leave. We go home to be with him. Amen. Yeah. Once the work is finished, we're gone. So now this is what I want us to know. That don't, don't be caught up in this world and caught up. In all that the media is saying. Caught up in all that. And forget listening to God. You know, just, just, just ignore. And not pay attention to what the Lord is saying. In the midst of all the crazy things that's happening. I said 2021 is the year of overflow. And then it overflowed. It just overflowed. Everything overflowed in our, in our lives. Yes, I was hit with corona and I was, I'm just sitting in one corner, but everything is overflowing. Why? Because the word doesn't change. Even when you are sitting in one corner of the house, not able to move, the word is still at work. Why? Because you keep believing. Okay, I'm sitting in one corner. See, because we are co Corona, I'm, uh, we are not allowing anybody to come into the house. We, corona is gone, but you know, we, are not, we don't want people to come into the house. We just shifted the house into a bigger house. Can you imagine? In the midst of that, we moved it into a bigger house. A house that is almost twice the size. You might think that I'm boasting. I, I have to boast. Because, you know, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, none of these things can affect you. Corona cannot affect you. Economy cannot affect you. So I, I'm, I'm sitting in my house in one corner. Just imagine. I can hardly walk. This guy is calling me. He's calling me. I says, can I come? I said, no. <laughs> you can't come. No, I need to see you. No, you can't see me. Again, he calls. Can I come to the front of the house? I said, I'll tell you. Again, he calls. So I got fed up with the guy. Can I come? Just, just, just. I'll stand in the road. Can I, you know, I, I'm, 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 I just came back from the hospital. I'm just in my house. I'm barely walking. So I said, I, I can't come out. I can't do anything, you know. She said, no, no, I'll come to the door. No, I said, no, 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 don't come to the door. So finally I got fed up and I said, okay, I'll come. I'll come outside. I'll stand outside, okay. I said, don't, don't come. What do you want to do? You can, you can tell me. So he comes and, uh, you know, after many tries, he succeeded in convincing me that, you know, he can come. He come to the road, stood on the road. And, you know, I, I stood on the sidewalk and, uh, and uh, he says, I had to do this. I have to do this. I said, what do you want to do? No, 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 I can't sit in the house. That's why I'm keeping on calling. You know, I can't sit in the house. I need to give you this. So he comes and gives me a $5,000 check. You see, so you, you might be wasted away sitting in one corner of your house. 
God is still saying the word is stands the word stands true amen and i'm telling you i'm telling you i don't know i don't know where money is coming from i don't know it came to such a place that you know and the thing is we never we we we, were, we keep quiet we are not telling anybody that we are sick you know just a few people came to know and i don't know i i am not in the media i am not even looking into the phone i am not calling anybody because the lord said just just stay so everything can be against you it looks like nothing will happen but do you have a word that look amen when you are shut in your house when nothing is happening if you have the word from god it will happen hallelujah the problem is we are not listening to his voice we are his sheep amen the bible clearly tells us my sheep hears my voice and they follow me amen we we go and uh, give tracks you know to to the people there you know especially she has that ministry of giving tracks so i don't know if you know about chick chick publication the small comic books so we go into uh, school we can't go into schools they are outside of the schools give to the children you know malls you know any public place we'll go and give tracks thousands and thousands. she's she's like uh, you know on it i am the driver so we went to one mall and you know we just you know distributed some tracks came back and we both felt sick and uh, i've not been sick for i think 23 24 years never seen the doctor never seen the hospital uh, don't think i'm boasting i just, just just i believe that i don't want to be sick i had three operations and i said i told the lord i don't want to go back to that place again you know i don't want anybody to touch my body with another knife amen i know that you have organs in heaven i want it to be supernaturally implanted in my body so i got a kidney already in 2001 supernaturally the lord gave me a kidney many of you know that medically recorded miracle now i uh, we came home and we had some fever and we just you know just going about it's okay say so if you ask me not sick enough i had some cold and you know something and i i don't even care we'll just walk and just get healed no medicine we don't have paracetamol in our home we don't have uh, tylenol and antibiotics nothing is there in my house amen because uh, i am not expecting to get sick my expectation is to walk in divine healing yeah we had all that here you know because my my dad was a choir master and he had a group and you know some of the boys who came to sing they were all medical representatives and they will bring tons of medicine analgesin chemisol some all these paracetamol things you know and we'll just headache you know drop one and just go you know then you know even antibiotics are there tetracycline all that is there in our home stock man but when you get the revelation that you know jesus is your healer amen hallelujah then you know that you know you don't need any of them stocked amen but if you are sick please go and see a doctor okay don't be like me i, I i'm saying i'm fine i'm fine 
and I deteriorated. I mean, the fever went, but my lung just started shutting down. And I'm not realizing because there's no oxygen going in my head, so my brain's not working properly. So Jackin is sitting there watching me. He knew that this is not good. And Olive comes and he says, no, we can't keep him here. We need to take him. So then I realize I'm sitting in my living room. I'm not even lying down because I can't breathe. So I'm saying, I'll get healed and I'll get healed. So, and uh, and uh, they, 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 he, he picked me up and he put me in the car and took me to the hospital. By the time I reached the hospital, I got out of the car. I'm trying to walk. I can't walk. And we passed the security and I'm dragging my feet and I go sideways. I'm collapsing. I can see the other side. I can see heaven. Actually, I'm, I'm dying, you know, because my brain's shutting down. My lung has gone. Lung's gone. Everything is gone. And uh, there was that lady. I, as, as I'm passing out, I can see uh, a lady running with a wheelchair, you know, and uh, an African lady. And she, she, before I fall, she, strong lady, you know, the African woman, she slams me onto the wheelchair, and the, on the wheelchair, there's oxygen. She puts a tube and turns it on. By the way, she's not a nurse. She's not a doctor. She's not supposed to do that. She did it. And I come back. So she was just a person who was pushing the wheelchair. Uh, and the doctor said, you know, if you're late 10 minutes, you would have been like many other people who didn't make it. Man, so first day I don't have any sense. I'm in the emergency. They want the COVID ward is full. The people lying on the corridor, big hospital. I think you know the hospital has about 2,000 or 2,500 bed. Just imagine 2,500 bed, and people are lying on the corridor. And so they said, we can't we can't keep you on the corridor. Your condition is bad. We need to keep you. So they hooked me up with the machine and, you know, pumping oxygen, pumping steroids, pumping everything into my body. And I'm lying there. I'm passing out, coming back, passing out, coming back. I don't know. I don't know what's happening because there's no sense, you know. And uh, I, think, I think whatever they put into my body started to work. So next day morning, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, where am I? So the nurse says, yes, you are in the emergency. So I can't speak. So I, I speak very slowly, you know, one word at a time. One word. And, and uh, she said, you are still in the emergency. We are trying to take you to a room because you need to be kept in a room to monitor. So there's no room. So she said, maybe, maybe they'll put you with another COVID patient so that you can be in a room so where we can monitor. So with the little sense I have, I said, Lord, in my... So I'm just coming around. I said, no, I don't want to be in another, with another patient. Lord, take me to a place where I am alone. I want to be with you, you know? So after some time, by afternoon, the one guy comes and says, we're taking you to a room. And they took me to another ward, which is not even a COVID ward, and gave me a nice room, you know? Put me in there. And uh, in the night, I, by, the, by evening, my, my condition becomes bad. And I, I'm thinking, maybe I'll not make it. Because uh, 
there is no 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 breathing i can't breathe there's no air i can take it's very little air i can take and it's bare minimum my oxygen level is so down you know and uh, they're pumping uh me with all kinds of things i am on full oxygen and all that and uh i lie down on the bed and i i ask the lord is it it am i going and i said this you know i'm not speaking huh it's all in my heart mind yeah in my mind and says uh if i'm going i'm not afraid to die i'm not afraid to die i'm i'm if absent from here is present with the lord so i am i don't i'm very happy i said but uh, i am afraid of one thing i'm not bothered about my wife my children they'll all be fine i know they are all going to do great amen not worried about ministry everything is going to go well amen i am fully assured in my heart about all those things and i said but one thing i want to know whether i have finished my job here finish my course and i said i think i have not i think there are some things which you told me which has not yet happened so as i am saying that in my heart you know something comes out of me and i open my mouth and speak this word says you will live and declare my mighty works and the thing is that sentence came fully so i said who spoke because i can't speak i don't have enough breath to say one word but the whole sentence came and i knew that's the holy spirit speaking like you know when you speak in tongues you are not speaking you know like that this holy spirit spoke in english and i said okay now i got the answer so i asked the lord and he answered me so i'm not going to die so i'm fine i am going to go i'm going to do uh, mighty works I said thank you Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm I'm saying all that in my heart. Amen. And and the Lord said I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in this moment and everything will change. So from that night onwards everything changed. So, so there was some supernatural signs happen. One of the signs that happened is that around the, around around I think 11 o'clock in the night I started to sing. I sang the chorus of greatest thy faithfulness the whole chorus I sang can you imagine I don't have breath my lung is gone I don't have strength nothing when I say I don't have strength you need to know that I couldn't take the toothbrush put it in my mouth and move it I couldn't open the paste if I stand I will fall first of all I can't stand if I stand I will fall there is no saying all my muscle strength became zero i needed help for everything okay i became like a 80 year old man my body became my body shrunk my hands became this this thick my my face shrunk i, I was like i'm like one of these skeletal beings my stomach went inside all the ribs start to show there is no no strength no muscles nothing and i sang after i sang i can't speak so the spirit is singing can you imagine 
So I have a, I understood that many people know us for our faith, okay? We are known for our faith. We are, we are faith people. But the thing, if you ask me if I have faith at that point of time, faith, what faith? You can't even, you can't even breathe, you can't even speak. Oh, you should confess a word. No. <laughs> there is no confessing of the word. First of all, there is no word coming out of your mouth. So you are in that place, you are completely, you know, wasted. And, and, and uh, next day morning, not morning, by around afternoon, the doctor walks in and he said, I've come to tell you about your condition. So he said, uh, we almost lost you, uh, but thank God you are alive. First of all, he said, we, we, have, we have treated more than one million patients here. And uh, we, know what, we know when a, we see a person, person, we know whether he will. He said, you almost didn't make it. And, uh, but you are alive. <laughs> but you are alive. And he says, he says, but I need to tell you some things. Your lung is gone. Your lung is gone. There is nothing left of your lung. Just a little bit, that's what you are taking in. All the other cavities are gone. Your lung is fully damaged. Uh, if you had come earlier, maybe you could have had, you know, little. So you will live with oxygen all your lifetime. You are clinically disabled. Clinically disabled. So he's saying all these things. Amen? And I said, no. No, no. Everything he said, I said no inside of me. I blankly stared because I can't even speak. But he said, after all that he said, he said, but we will give you oxygen. You can go home. He said, uh, usually uh, you should be here about three weeks. In three weeks, we will stabilize you. Then we will give you oxygen and send you home. In six months, you will... Maybe you will get used to the oxygen and you will walk out of your house. Walk out of your house. I said no to all that. Amen? Because the Bible asked me, whose report will you believe? So I refuse to believe in that report. Even though my condition says everything is true. <laughs> they're, what they're saying is true. It is, it is absolutely correct. Amen? Thank God for doctors. Amen? They tell you what is happening in your body. But thank God for God. <laughs> he tells you something which is different from what the doctor is saying. Amen? Because he said, you will live and declare my mighty works, not in the condition I'm in. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just not going to take it. Amen? Hallelujah. You can keep it. You can have it. Amen? I'm not receiving it. You know, even as he said, see, you should receive what God is speaking to you. Not receive any other rubbish, garbage, you know. Because the devil is trying constantly to speak garbage to you. So that somewhere he can have a foothold. And get some, some rubbish going on in your life. You understand? But if you believe what God is speaking and just stay there, God will make it happen. He doesn't need anybody's help. So he said, then he said, now I want to ask you one question, you know. He said, but the reason I came is 
you know, because there's something strange happening. <laughs> I said, okay. Then I, I knew that, okay, there's something really strange happening because the Lord told me the previous night I've stepped in. Something should be happening. Well, he stepped in, amen? So he said, we have you running at full capacity when you came in. And now you are at 40%. He said, this is not normal. This is not normal. For a patient of your condition to come to 40% oxygen, you know, it will take at least three weeks. At least three weeks. Now, we are seeing you are here on the third day. You are running at 40% and you're, you're being stabilized. Stabilized means, you know, you can lie down and breathe, not walk. There is no walking. If you walk, you know, you, everything will go down. You do anything small, this thing starts to beep, you know, because it can't take it because the, the level drops. So all that they are interested in is making you, keeping you in a bed and sending you home with oxygen. Like how you are staying in the hospital with oxygen, you can do that at home because the hospital is full. So he said, this is strange. Usually it takes three weeks. Now you are three days. You come down to 40. So he says, if you go like this, we need to discharge you maybe in the next two days. And they did. By the fifth day, I was, I was uh, according to them, stabilized. Not normal, stabilized. Okay? So they were planning to send me home with a oxygen either as a cylinder or a, they have this machine. So the respiratory therapist comes and she wants to test me. She wants to test me whether I can drag a cylinder and walk, one of these small cylinders and walk, or whether they need to give me the machine which is like a bag, which I can, uh, you know, wear it and put the oxygen and walk. So they said, you know, we'll check you. So she comes the fifth day. She's a respiratory therapist that's been looking after me. She knows my, she says, okay, you need oxygen. There's no doubt about it. The doctors have already approved. Now I want to check which one we need to give. Okay? Uh, and the doctor said, you are disabled for life. Disabled for life. Uh, so I said, okay. They said, you want, no, I didn't say okay to that. I said, okay to the lady. He said, okay, you can test me. And she comes and she asks me to walk. I can't stand. If I stand, I'll, I'll fall because there's no strength in my body. All, all my strength is gone. The only person who comes into the room is Olive. So if I, if I want, the only time I get up from the bed is to change my shorts and my sheet t-shirt, which is very laborious. It's like a humongous task for me. And it takes about 15, 20 minutes to change the shorts. And she'll put my leg down and, you know, then I'll ask her and make, I'll sit on the side of the bed and I'll ask her to leave and, you know, she'll go and, you know, I'll, she gives me all the, all the new clothes and then I will, you know, very laboriously put it. Takes quite a bit of time. And then she'll come back and, you know, put my leg up and I'll lie down. Not lie down, I'm, I'm actually kind of a slanting position, you know. So that's me, and they ask me to walk. So I, I don't know. I don't know how I can walk, okay? But then, then we have the helper, you know? 
So I said, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me walk. So I got up from my bed. I don't know how I got up. And I started walking. I started walking in the room. Back and forth. And she's monitoring me in the machine. This long tube she connected to me. Monitoring me in the machine. And she says, this is ridiculous. I say, uh, as I turn to her, she says, no, your, your level is not going down. If your level is not going down, I can't give you anything. But the doctor has, uh, you know, said, you know, I have to give you. Now, I have to see this level go down, then only I can. So, I, I'm really sorry. Let me go and talk to the doctor. Uh, so, uh, I don't know. Maybe we can't give you. So, I said, thank you. <laughs> Already I said, no. You can keep your oxygen. I don't want, my, I don't want your oxygen. Then they discharged me. So, the children came. You know, they wheelchair me to the car and Jack and put me in the car. You know? It's good to have strong children, you know? Thugs, you know? Yeah, they can carry, you know? Yeah. Put me in the car and took me home. And, you know, took me into the bedroom. I'm lying there. The bedroom, my bed, to the bathroom, to the port is... Is the second seat. Just four steps, I can go to the bathroom, to the toilet. Forget about four steps. If I get up, I'll fall. I walked in the hospital, but you know, after that, gone. That's, that's the Spirit of God. So one of the things I understood is that if you invest enough word in your heart, amen, the Spirit will use that when you can't do anything. But now, if you are going to open your Bible while you are in trouble, maybe there is nothing already deposited in there. How many of you have tried, you know, to draw some money from the ATM when there is nothing in there? Have you tried it? <laughs> You'll be stupid, no? To try that. It's the same way. If you don't have already deposited a word in your heart, there is nothing to withdraw from. Amen? Because you've been listening to crap media. I call it crap media. You know? Rubbish. And you've been investing that in your system, into your being. Not the word. Amen? And the thing is, even when I say I said no, all that the Holy Spirit is making me do. I am completely helpless. See, don't ever think that I did anything. No, I didn't do anything. Everything he did. No. Don't look at me and say, oh, this guy is great. No. <laughs> there was nothing great in me at that moment. What is great in a guy who can't stand? If he stands, he'll fall. Anything great? No. All that was there was the word and the spirit. And the spirit is working through the word. Amen? He will help you in your weakness. Amen? He will come into the place in your weakness and... So that's me at home. I'm passing urine in the bed. And Jackin looks at me and he's got the monitor, you know, checking my oxygen level. It's very bare minimum. I am nowhere. I, I, my breathing is so bad. He says, 
can we go to the pharmacy and get, get you oxygen, you know? Because the kids are afraid. They are, they are already terrified seeing me. They have never seen their father like that. And Olive stays with two, two other, you know, girls in an apartment, you know, while she was doing degree. She has finished degree and came home. But her friend's father died one year back. So for her, it's very traumatic, and she, she's, she's seeing me. She knows that, you know, it'll be very hard for me to make it. They know that, you know, even if I make it, I'll not come back. That's, that's what they're thinking, because that's my condition, no? So both of them are near my bed. Elsa is sick. She, she can't even think. She can't process. Her brain is all foggy. She doesn't even really know what I'm, what's happening with me, you know? So, so I... Uh, <clears throat> I come there, I, I, I'm, I'm just like a vegetable on the bed. And, but I, I start to eat, you know, because she made some soup. I don't know, you know, she wanted to make soup. And, you know, I start eating soup. I was not eating anything in the hospital. The thing is, even though COVID, she lost her taste, her smell. I didn't lose my taste. I didn't lose my smell. I, I, my lung got busted. Okay? So I'm, I'm sitting there. And then we had to move the house that week. So the children are busy moving the house. They carried me again to the new house, put a bed there and put us on the bed. Both of us on the bed. So, but the, but the thing is, first day, second day, I said, I want, to, I want to come into the sitting room, living room, you know? Just five, six steps. Living room is just where Win is on, that row, you know? The second pillar, that's where the living room, so I can walk that much. So he came, Jack and came, he was holding me, and I said, let me see if I can walk. So the thing, something is happening. You understand? And I slowly start to walk. I'm not falling, amen? But, but in between, I can find that I can fall, so I hold on to the wall. And I start to slowly, and I sit in that chair, looking outside, because I want to see, see the outside. I want to see uh, from, from our room, uh, the window is behind, I can't see, so I want to see green and I want to see the tree and all that so and just sit there and I just meditate meditate on God not on my mis misery I said meditate I thank you Lord thank you I have, I have new lungs so in the hospital I said like you gave me a new kidney you will give me new lungs 100% I receive it send it with an angel fix it in my body amen same same prayer which I did in 95 96 I did, and uh, just went on. So we came to the four days. Fourth day, they moved us to the new house. By the night, I'm slowly walking. I, I'm third day. I went to the toilet. Third day, I went to the toilet. That was big achievement. Can you imagine going to the loo is big achievement? <laughs> so you can you can imagine what what the condition is, you know. So then they moved to the house, and I'm sitting. All that I'm allowed to do is sit in a, one corner, you know, in one big chair. So I sit there. And then, you know, maybe they bring some soup or something and I eat that. And just a just few steps here and there. But that's me, okay? Then on the 12th day, I got out, got into my car, drove and went. So to hell with the devil. To hell with all the reports. Amen. I'm not saying I was fully back. But I said, I told the devil, you can't put me. You can't keep me down. Amen. Hallelujah. You, you will see victory. You will see victory. Just keep holding on. 
Keep holding on to God. Holding on to His Word. Holding on to His promise. Amen. Believe in miracles. Believe in miracles. You must believe in miracles. Don't expect miracles without believing in it. Amen. Lord, I need a miracle. I said, Lord, I need a miracle. I receive the miracle. I receive your miracle into my body. Amen. So, so everything was not right. You know. And everybody's, you know, the kids, you know, shouted at me and, you know, because nobody, <laughs> I sneaked out. <laughs> they didn't know. And he called me. I said, where, where are you? I said, I'm driving the car. He, he screamed. Dakin screamed at me. He said, come back. <laughs> you can't drive. I said, no, I can drive. <laughs> Don't try to keep me in the house. I ain't keep, <laughs> I'm going to not be staying in the house like what they said. Amen. You can go out only after six months. Amen. On the 12th day, I'm on the road. Driving my huge truck, you know. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, so many miracles happen, you know. The Lord uh, healed me. Physical strength didn't come back immediately. My brain, brain was not functioning properly. Because I'll go out to do something and I'll drive the car, take it out of the porch, get into the main road and I'll forget where I'm going. Forget where I'm going. I said, Lord, restore. Restore everything. Every cell that is damaged, every wiring in my brain that's damaged. Amen. Supernaturally, come back in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know that I got new lungs. Amen. At least, at least listening to me sing. <laughs> Amen. I think I got a better one. The old one is gone. Amen. <laughs> The Lord gave me a new one, man. Hallelujah. Praise God. I say, see, but also I want to know, I want you to know, okay? This is very important. What I'm going to tell you is very important. Okay, then we close. Uh, I asked the Lord, okay, this is what really changed everything, okay? I asked the Lord, for 23 years, I never had medicine. I never went to the doctor. I never had any issues. Why did the devil, how come the devil, you know, attack me? How come he, you know, tried to kill me? Because the devil comes to kill and steal and destroy. And we know many, many, even, even our relatives who died much younger to me, you know, with the same condition. So I said, how come, how come he, he came in? Uh, and the Lord told me, okay, listen to this very carefully because it is, this is very important, okay? The Lord told me, your passion for ministry overtook your passion for me. He said, that's where things went wrong. Okay? So if, you, if your passion for something is going to overtake your passion for the Lord, amen, be careful. So I resigned from everything. I resigned from ministry, resigned from everything. Now nothing matters to me. Nothing matters. Nothing in this world matters to me. No. That's the honest truth. You can ask my wife, you can ask my children. I'm like a... I've, been, I've become free. Free. Free from all the things of this world. I'm not bothered where the money is coming from. I'm not bothered about ministry. I'm not bothered about what people say. I'm not bothered about anything that is happening. All that I'm bothered about is hearing what God is saying. And I found that my life has become very simple and easy. And I've become very free. 
Amen. I'm just enjoying this time. And I said, Lord, I don't, wanna, I don't want this time to go. Till you come, I want to be like this. Not concerned, not troubled, not anxious, not worried. And I'm telling you, don't, don't, don't be like me. Means you have to realize it only after you come to the edge of the cliff. No, don't do that. I'm sharing this with you so that you can take it, you know. You don't need to go all the way. I'm telling you, it's not easy. It was, not, it was very hard. It was hard on me because I'm not a guy who, who sits, you know, idle for a moment. I'm, I'm a hard-working, you know, guy. I, I push myself. You know, I, I, I can minister. I minister 16 hours, 18 hours. I don't have any issue. I can minister. I can do ministry. Amen? But God had to... I'm not saying the sickness is from God. Don't think that. The sickness is from the devil. Amen? But I opened the door for it. And God, you see, I, I, got, I got God's attention. Amen? Now, don't think that God is going to put sickness on you to get his attention. No. That's not the message. Okay? Don't, don't misinterpret the message. Okay? Just, just get this thing straight. Amen? Hallelujah. A lot of times, many things that we go through, uh, you know, some, some are trials. Some are? trials. Trials are testing your faith. Amen. Some are things because of, happen because of our nonsense. Amen. This was one of those things. Okay. Now, like a minister, many ministers and pastors will say, No. Yes, the devil attacked me. But you know, he had an open door to attack me. So you need to understand, uh, we, need to, we need to watch. Amen. And, 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 and be careful that we don't push ourselves into that place. Amen. So, many, many miracles happen. Amen? Many miracles happen. Uh, on the fourth day, I'll, I'll close with this. Uh, on the fourth day, a man came. So, I don't have insurance because I'm never sick. Why should I need it? Why do, you, why do I want to pay, pay the insurance, guys? So, I don't have insurance. So, I said, they don't have, you have insurance? No. First thing they, when you get, go into the hospital, first thing they say is, you have insurance? No. So I'm in the city hospital, so they have to treat me. You know, whether I have insurance or no insurance, I have to treat me. So he said, no. Okay. Uh, so uh, what's your profession? My income, if they check my income, there is no <laughs> real income in my account. So anyway, fourth day, this guy comes, you know, this African. Okay. So the doc, let me tell you about the doctor. The doctor, the third day, the doctor told me all these things and I said no inside of me. And he said, we don't understand how you are coming to this condition after three days. You should be where you are after three weeks. Then he asked me, you have anything to say? So I very feebly said, it's Jesus. So the doctor looked at me, you know. They all come in like, like the Star Wars Jedi or something like, you know, they're, they're all ducked up. And so, so he looked at me, he took all his thing out and he said, now I know. Now I know. It is, it's God is healing you. So he said, that is what I want to find out. That's why I came, very personally came to find out how you are. So fourth day, another guy comes, an African-American guy. So he comes. The other guy was, I think, uh, Hispanic or white or something. And he comes and he says, your name. I just, I just want some information about you. He's got a file, you know, a writing pad and a form on it. So 
he, he, he says, I know you can't speak, so don't say anything. Just show, you know. So he says, my name, my this thing, gender, this, blah, 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 all that, address, everything. And finally asks, you know, what, what, what's your profession? What do you do? So then he looked at me, you know. He's all, all decked up. He's, he looked at me and says, I, I said, I'm a pastor. So he looks at me, a pastor? I said, yes. Next thing he says is, I read Job today. Pulled a chair, took off everything and sat there. He said, I, took, I read Job and, you know, uh, this is what it says. And I start talking to him, ministering to him. And I have no issue. Can you imagine? I have no issue speaking. And I'm telling him, I can speak. I said, I couldn't speak one sentence. Now I can speak. So he said, that's the Lord. That's the Lord. That's the Lord healing you. So signs, these are signs, you know. And, and, and he said, uh, he said, I know, I know, I know. They said, no, no, don't talk to me. Talk to you because they, you can't speak. <laughs> so he said, and I, we spoke 45 minutes from the word. Can you imagine, even when you are at that, at that point, the spirit will rise from within you. You know, the devil can't keep you silent, even when you are on your deathbed. A man, he'll sing through you. A man, he'll declare word through you. He will, he will make, make you speak the word. So 45 minutes I spoke. Then he said, okay, we'll take care of everything. So I don't know why he came. I don't know from where he came. So I have no, no clue of what this man came for, actually. And he went. So I came home. And uh, we moved in the house, I think, on the 10th day or 7th day or 8th day. You know, I get a letter from the hospital saying my hospital is $49,000. Very small bill for five days, you know. Only $49,000, yeah. And they, they, they're very happy they, they have reduced it to thirty, Because 19000 the city paid. 19000 The city paid because I don't have. And now they want to know how much I will pay monthly. How much I will pay? But the Lord told me I've taken care of everything. See, what, what, does, what matters? Tell me what matters. What the Lord says. What the Lord says matters. Nothing else matters. The Lord said, I've taken care of it. No. So Jackin is the one who's reading because I can't even read. I can't even, can I, I can't hold this. So he's sitting next to me. He's reading this whole thing. He says, okay, we have to pay this much. Uh, uh, and they're asking how we will pay, how much, how much we can pay monthly. How much we can pay monthly. So he's asking me. He looks at me. I said, nothing. So, so he said, no, 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 we have to pay. Otherwise, you know, they'll file us bankrupt. I said, no. So he said, okay, I don't know. <laughs> He's telling me, okay, I don't know. I said, no, there is no bankruptcy, no filing of bankruptcy. She said, there's still the I want you to pay. I said, no, I ain't paying. It's all taken care. So I said, listen to me. The Lord said, it's taken care. Just leave it there. Just leave it there. Amen? So another 10 days goes by. Man, I get another letter. Another letter. All the same figures. But total, zero. So we, I found that the guy who shared Job with me, he's a guy who, who is in the hospital, but you know, he deals with charity, you know. 
So they, they usually maybe give a little money towards your bill. It's a charity, you know, these people who have more, enough and more money, they give for charity, they have, a, they have a division. So this is a guy who's, you know, decides how much goes into your bill. So if, so if you have 30,000 balance, you know, maybe he, might, he can give out 10 grand. But our man paid the whole thing and gave me a zero bill. And also gave me another letter. For the next one year, you have free treatment. I said, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. Thank you very much. I am not coming back. I am only now going up with Jesus. No. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Man, I don't know. Uh, let's all stand. I don't know where you stand. I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what your situation is. Let's all stand. I want you to believe God. Simply believe Him. Amen? Amen? Hallelujah. Whatever, whatever you are addressing, whatever situation you are in, amen? I want you to know miracles. God will do miracles. Amen? God will do miracles. By the way, don't do stupid things, okay? If the doctor has given you medication, go and take medication. But hear from God. Hear from God. Amen? Hallelujah. Because it is, it is important that, that uh, you know, uh, we don't jump into conclusions. Amen? Uh, like, like the Bible says, we, we hear and follow. We hear and follow. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Faith comes by hearing. Amen. So I, I want us to believe, even as we stand this moment. Amen. Believe God for miracles. Miracles regarding health. Miracles regarding finance. Miracles re regarding issues of life. Issues of life. Whether it is family, whether it is job related, whether it is, uh, you know, future related, whether it is, you know, uh, we, we need to come and uh, come to that place where we believe and rest in God. Rest. Rest is the highest form of faith. Amen? And not allow our heart to be troubled. Jesus said, do not let your heart be troubled. Let's pray. Do you see victory? Do you see victory over, over, over your situation? Do you see miracle? Can you see a miracle? Amen. Hallelujah. Can you see the supernatural working in your life? Like I received a new kidney and a new lung. They said, for your lifetime, whole your lifetime, you will be in oxygen. I, I, could, I, could, I could receive that and receive that disability certificate. And even get money from the government because I'm disabled. I said, no. Hallelujah. Don't believe what your circumstance is saying. Believe what God is saying with regard to your circumstance, with regard to your situation. With regard to your problem, what is God saying? Can you hear? Can you give some time to listen? Give some time to listen to what He is saying. Believe manna will fall behind your house. Believe in, the, believe in what nobody can ever comprehend. Believe. 
Just believe. Do you know you don't need anything to believe? Just your heart. Just your heart. Bible says believe in your heart. And speak only that which you believe. Don't speak anything else. Speak what you believe. Say, Lord, I will see. I will see victory. I will see miracles. I will see the impossible made possible. I will see the way being made opened. Hallelujah. I will see, I'll see life where there is death. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Even now, as you stand, you can receive healing. I, I, I sense healing happening. Healing of the heart. I see healing of the heart. Literally physical healing. Also, the wounds in your heart. That pain. Healing. The Lord is, Lord is ministering healing. Amen. I see, I see a neck problem. Neck, neck problem. Turn your neck and see if, if, you, 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 if you have any pain. The Lord's healing you now. There's, there's this pain that's radiating from your neck to your shoulder. The Lord's removing it now. Amen. Amen. Stiffness, stiffness in your hand. Fingers, fingers, fingers. Fold your fingers. Where you feel stiff, stiff. That's not moving. It's every, every arresting of the nerves and muscles and tendons. I release healing now. Healing now into your hands. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Your lower back is being healed. Lower back is being healed. Lower, lower back. Lower back. Amen. Hallelujah. You, you, can, you can feel the power of God moving in your body right now. Right now you can feel it. Amen. Amen. I, I, I see, I think I see, I see two people questioning God, questioning God. And, and the, Lord, the Lord says, I will answer. I'm, I'm the God who answers. And you know me, the Lord says, you know me, I'm the God who answers even by fire. Amen. I'm the God who answers. Amen. He says, what you have questioned me for. He says, I will answer you. Amen. Hallelujah. He says, don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. Yeah, and even, even this month, there is an answer coming into your life. And I believe that I'm going to hear a testimony before I leave that God has answered you. Amen. Very certainly, very, very, very powerfully. He has answered you. Amen. There are people waiting, waiting on some, some things which God has promised. Wait patiently. Don't wait impatiently. Wait patiently. 
you know that patience is the ingredients you add to your waiting. Amen. And, and Paul says, Paul prays in, in the book of Colossians. You know, I, I, let me pray this prayer. That, that you will be strengthened with all might according to his glorious might for the attaining of steadfastness and patience. Strengthen with all might. Father, I pray, strengthen them with all might for the attaining of steadfastness and patience. And those who through patience and endurance has inherited the promises. So, so wait. Don't give up on your waiting. The Lord's telling you, don't give up on your waiting. Add patience to it. Go to Colossians chapter 1. And uh, I don't know, you know, it was Colossians chapter 1, uh, where Paul prays. I think it was 7 or 8, I think, 11. You can, you can read through that, where Paul starts praying for the church. Uh, for this reason also, which is verse? Verse 11, yeah, verses 9. Uh, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you, that you may be filled. Wisdom and understanding. Amen. According to his glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and, and patience, joyously giving, giving thanks, thanks to the Father who has qualified to share the inheritance of the saints in light. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So be strengthened with power. Ask the Lord to strengthen you with power for, for, for steadfastness, to, to hold fast to what God is saying, and to be patient. Amen. And you're going you're gonna to receive that promise. I'm, I'm talking to you who are waiting on the Lord. For, for God has already promised you. And, and you are saying, I, I don't know why it's not coming through. I don't know why it's not happening. And you want to you wanna give up on your waiting. Don't give up on your waiting. The Lord's specifically telling you, don't give up on your waiting. Amen. Because your waiting is not in vain. Amen. Your waiting is not in vain. Amen. Hallelujah. Wait expectantly. Wait hopefully. And your, your, your promise is coming. Amen. You will soon receive it. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. I bless your people. Thank you for our time together. It's a joy, Lord, to celebrate you with your people. And everything, Lord, we have shared is of your mighty works. We are declaring your mighty works. Hallelujah. You be glorified. And you take all the glory, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, this is Nisha Dilip Koshi. I'm sure this podcast has blessed you. Do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected. May God bless you.